A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Wednesday, my friends. Yeah, Wednesday already. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. Of course, you can check me out on my sick show, as the kids sometimes say, on Drive Time, Tuesday to Friday from 4pm. Of course, I'm alongside Benty today at 4. Anyway, we kick things off, excuse the pun, with Gareth Southgate's England beating the Ivory Coast at Wembley. Here's the fallout on TalkSport. 22 unbeaten for England. It's a 10th friendly win in a row for Gareth Southgate's men as their preparations for Qatar continue. And here's the England legend and West Ham coach, Stuart Psycho Pierce. I think utopia for us is, is Gareth having selection problems in all positions, hopefully, come November. I think that's, that's really important for us. It shows there's a healthy situation at this level. He's given the opportunity to some youngsters uh, in these two games, and I think all of them have taken it. And off the post by Bellingham. He kicks the post in frustration. Jude would have, would have caught the eye for sure. I thought he was good with his pressing we we had him higher up the pitch on the press and then either low or or driving forward when we were in possession so you know I thought we were really pleased with his performance as well plays it back to Sterling and there's the second goal Raheem Sterling with the captain's armband yeah it was a great day at the office um, you know it was a, a privilege to put the armband on um, and then went out there and capped off with a great win first international friendly goal did you know that just been told then uh, I didn't know that but take them all Harry Maguire uh, you started him obviously you know we've we've had to talk about him this week he was involved in both the goals starting the moves kept a clean sheet and yet I'm so sorry that we're talking about this again because there were still fans a small selection albeit booing him when the team sheets were read out which seems ridiculous I don't get it at all I mean I must say the fans away to my left who are the core group kept playing his song kept trying to get behind him but we're either all in this together or we're not and he's a massive part of our team and has been a key player for us so where this environment is being created I know it's starting with club but I, I know Manchester United fans at Old Trafford get behind their team and why we would think that anybody is going to play better by getting a reception like that, I, I don't get. I think social media is like the Wild West at the moment, which doesn't help. Idiots sat at home write one line. We don't know anything about their lives and we report it in the paper as a story. So all of this is fueling some of this vitriol that's out there. He's a top player. He's got us to uh, keep saying what he's done for us. You know, we're with him. 
he's a player we need playing well if we're going to have a chance in the World Cup because we're not going to play a pair of centre-backs who've got a, you know, a handful of caps between them and win a World Cup. So the team are united. We've got a great connection with our fans. We don't need something like that because it's not going to help the team play better. If you've booed Harry Maguire and, you, and you're listening to this, you're a disgrace. Absolute disgrace. No, no need for that whatsoever. You're, you're a coward. You do it in your. You wouldn't do it if you walked down the down the road. Wouldn't have the balls to do it. Would not be able to do it if he walked down the road in front of you and you'd booed him. Wouldn't do it in a crowd. Everyone booed him. He's had some bad press. Some fairly, some unfairly. And at foot, you know, when you're at that level, you've got to expect there's going to be criticism. But to boo an England player who's done nothing wrong for his country at Wembley, when his name is read out, you're a disgrace. How can you justify somebody playing exceptionally well for England, as you claim, which I totally disagree with, yet when he plays for United, he's absolutely awful? How do you justify that? It can't be good for one team and awful for another. Well, so what's the problem? If you was there at the game, would you have booed him? Whenever I see uh, Maguire on the team sheet, I don't watch the United games. You don't watch your own club because Harry Maguire's on the team sheet. You can't have seen much football yeah. this season then. Maguire's an embarrassment. He's the worst club captain United have ever had. Boo! Boo! He was one of the key players, Raymond Ray and Sterling and Harry Kane, the three key players in the team. I don't understand why they booed the player. I don't get it. I think personally, he was him and Phillips as player of the tournament in the Euros, you know? So I don't understand why they booed him. It's, it's weird. There's three blokes in front of me booing him tonight, and I said to them, why are you booing the best player? I don't get it. On now to the World Cup playoffs, where Portugal beat North Macedonia to reach Qatar 2022. Cue Kevin Hatchard. Portugal won 2-0 against North Macedonia. Bruno Fernandes scoring two goals. Yeah, and that was a really big night for him personally, I think, because... There's a guy who we've seen at times play magnificently for Manchester United. You know, his numbers are excellent. But for Portugal, he, he's not always uh, somebody who's one of the first names on the team sheet. So it was big that Fernando Santos picked him for such a big game from the start and big that he performed. Cristiano Ronaldo was excellent, involved in the first goal, uh, thought he was a threat. Uh, throughout so a really good performance and when you bear in mind what North Macedonia were able to do to Italy in yeah. the previous game you know that it was not a given I thought Diogo Jota looked dangerous as well so yeah really good performance from them much needed Poland are also through after beating Sweden Mo Salah missed a penalty for Egypt as they lost out on a World Cup place to Senegal <laughs> Now, on to boxing. And as you heard in the last episode of the podcast, Ukrainian fighter Alexander Usyk is set to take on Anthony Joshua as the war continues in Ukraine. The fight is set to take place in Saudi Arabia. Simon Jordan believes that it's fundamentally wrong for the bout to be staged in that country. If it goes to somewhere like Saudi Arabia... It'll be buried. It'll be... But also, yeah. it'll, it'll be get put through the prism of yeah. what is boxing doing? What does it want Why to look like? Washing Why again? is it sports washing? Yeah, Why is it allowing yeah. one regime that yeah. does similar things to what's happening over here? It's actually, when you think about it, it's a nightmare for Anthony Joshua because he's already got his hands full with this guy. Now he's got his hands full with this guy that's got a nation and a world behind him. If he wins, there's going to be people that are quite sad that a Ukrainian fighter was lost. So he's in this really invidious position. But the bottom line is, is this fight elevates a whole raft of other issues. Whether you believe, and some people don't, that sport needs to elevate certain things, it is part and parcel of today's fabric, it does. It cannot be fought in an environment like the Middle East. It just can't. It's no, it fundamentally can wrong across the board. I mean, yeah. we've got to have the argument about sports washing as a matter of course, but yeah. even more so. 
And here's the former heavyweight champion and mayor of Kiev, Vitaly Klitschko, throwing his support behind Usyk fighting AJ. We just a couple of hours ago have a conversation with Vladimir to unite the nations, to have a stage to deliver very important messages to Ukrainian from one side, from another side to leave the country. And maybe in three months, the country will be not accessed. Difficult decision. I don't know. It's not clear answer for this question. It's very important we know to be pro-Ukrainian and to deliver very important messages. I have, a, I actually plans to talk to Alexander Usyki, give him advices. So if he decides to make a fight, is this fight have to some special messages? If you ask me if my decision will be to leave the country in this moment, maybe I, I, I decide to stay. Now, speaking for the first time after regaining his IBF featherweight title, Josh Warrington told Jim White what a defeat would have meant against Kiko Martinez. The reality of it is I probably retired. You're lucky at the situation and, you know, it takes maybe two or three years to build back up, going through eliminators and stuff like that to get back to the top level. And I'm not saying I wasn't prepared to do that, but, you know, opportunities are, are very thin, especially in a division like the featherweight division where it's, it's very competitive. So, realistically, it would have been probably, uh, probably retirement. So, that's why I wasn't going to let anyone beat me that night. Back now to football. His DB, no, <clears throat> not David Beckham or David Brent. Sounds like him. It's Darren Ben. And Super Ali McQuist discussing Delhi Ali's future. I don't think I'm being too dramatic by saying time's running out. I really don't think I am. We love him. We all love him as a player. And I keep going back to the Russian World Cup. I mean, Lingard, but arguably two of England's best players, yeah. uh, two of the better players in the tournament. But I don't know. I just see their careers. I, I, I really worry about the two of them waking up one morning, four or five years down the line, and saying, "Where, where did my career go? You know what happened there? What, mm. You know, it's just it's absolutely disappeared." And time's running out for the two of them. He's in. He stuck it in. What a sensational goal from Deli Ali! It looks like there's something deeper going on, but but it's just a complete drop off from form and. But I mean, he's, he's too. I think he's he's a, too good of a player to retire now, unless he's completely fallen out of love with it. I think it was David Bentley. He was a little. He was a little bit older, but he fell out of love with it, didn't he? And he just retired out the blue. I thought going to Everton, fresh surroundings, new start would kind of kick him back into life. Bit of hunger, completely different circumstances, different manager. But it just hasn't happened. So what might need to happen? And there's no guarantees, but and it might. It's a knock on his pride. But at the end of the day, he's not playing very well. Is maybe he needs to go down a division to the Championship. Completely rip it up. Like if Everton were to go down, which I'm sure they hope it doesn't happen, but if they were to go down, him absolutely rip it up because you'd expect him to be the best player in that division, get a bit of confidence and then maybe come back up. Now with the identity of the next Manchester United manager still up in the air, Jim White floated the idea of David Moyes returning to Old Trafford. Oh my goodness. Simon Jordan wasn't so sure. Mm, me neither. David Moyes undoubtedly was harshly treated, undoubtedly by the standards that have been deployed to other people, whether it's Mourinho, Louis van Gaal, whether it's Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Of course he has. But everybody with half a brain in football knew that was a poison chalice. Now, it's a different situation because all, almost, for these poor Man United fans, as much as you can say such a thing, their expectations have been smashed out of them. 
they still expect to do better than they're doing, but they're beginning to hone their expectations and realising that they're no longer the Man United that has a God-given right, perhaps, yeah. to be the poster boys of the Premier League. They've got a lot of work to do. So that means this would be the perfect time for David Moyes to potentially go back to Manchester United. But does it mean that then it becomes a winning machine again? I'm not sure that it does. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. On now to Super Charlie Austin. And the QPR striker, recalling the time his granddad started a rumour that he was Scottish, when of course he was English, even though he said he was Scottish. He was clearly English. And he got the call from Scotland. But the same. Anyway, this is the story. I just sort of ruined it for you. <laughs> my gramp, yeah, my dad's dad, went racing one day. I was round the table and that was all talking. I think he had a few and he just said, oh, I think we've got Scottish blood in, that, in the family. Then it's somehow transpired that some part of the Scottish management team or the SFA board got back to them got wind of wind of what he was saying then my agent got a phone call saying oh we've heard that um, Charlie's got some Scottish heritage and all that kind of stuff and my agent was like did he phone you your agent yeah, to check said, yeah Charles like what's going on here so I ran my dad and said to him oh mate have we got anything he's like no Grant was at racing at the weekend just spouting off that we got Scottish blood and obviously it's got all the way back. So I had to ring my agent and say to him, my Grant was just on one at the so weekend you... <laughs> just to spread him rumours. So mate. you could have got the call up for Scotland. Yeah, but I wouldn't have had, I didn't have nothing. No, I know, but if if you if there was some connection, you would have, would you have played for them? Yes. You would have played for Scotland before England? Yeah, if the opportunity came, yeah. That's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. I honestly do not care. I am, however, back on my show, Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show, at 4pm today, alongside DB. Yeah, David Beckham. <coughs> no, I'm joking. It is Darren Bent. <laughs> 
There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein Talks with Daily Podcast out first in the morning. So do what you got to do to get it. I don't know why I've gone up. I'll stay at this voice. So until then, thanks for listening. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport.